that saucy, model Michaela Tester seductively eats a burger and drips sauce over her ample cleavage. This is not my jacket of choice. Victoria Beckham begs fans not to judge her as she dons husband David's spicy coat for drive around their countryside garden. Only Fools and Horses icons share jolly reunion almost 20 years after the final episode aired. Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the podcast that slinks off for a few weeks only to reappear suddenly in the midst of a showbiz jungle. I'm Chris Beckett, and joining me as ever is Matt Withers. Matt, did you appreciate that entirely predictable intro? Yep, I already knew what you were going to refer to. There's not much going on. <laughs> but uh, it's good to be back. It is, yes. We've uh, we've had uh, a, a little break, but we're we're back. We're uh, we're refreshed, and we're ready to delve into the other showbiz stories that are going on, being overshadowed somewhat by uh, Mr. Hancock. Well, for our uh, half hour, I hope you've got someone suitably famous to kick us off with. I have somebody who, well, you know, part expected to turn up in the in the jungle herself. Uh, this is a story from the Daily Mail online. And it's headlined, that saucy model Michaela Tester seductively eats a burger and drips sauce over her ample cleavage. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, are you a fan uh, of Michaela Tester? sound particularly sexy. <laughs> Do you know who Michaela um, Tester is? Wasn't she played by David Bowie? <laughs> Oh, one for the teenagers. No, um, I, I have to confess, I've never heard of uh, Michaela Chester, and I, I suspect we will find out why. So this begins, OnlyFans star Michaela Chester posted a very saucy photo of herself seductively eating a hamburger at a Los Angeles drive through on Wednesday. Doesn't sound sexy. Yeah, I don't know how one seductively eats a, a hamburger. I don't think that scene in Lady and the Tramp would have worked if they were either side of a burger. No, exactly. Just it's just messy. It's not seductive. <laughs> messy. And uh, only fans. Uh, I don't know if if you're a if you're a fully signed up member to this particular service. <laughs> I I'm not. I haven't I haven't even deigned to go for a trial. No. Maybe we should be on there. Maybe we should be putting out extra content via only fans. Oh, the the amount of the money would come streaming in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it goes on. The Australian model, 22, proved to be a messy eater, dripping sauce all down her ample cleavage, which she showed off in a perilously low-cut black top. Perilously. (laughs) Danger. Danger here. She added a suggestive caption alongside the photo, writing, Hey, can someone get that for me? Suggestive? Confusing? (laughs) What about... There is the, 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 the so-called saucy photo of her here. Um, I mean, this is not how one eats a burger. She looks like she's never eaten a burger before. Um, she's, <laughs> she's looking away from the camera to the to the left, and she's kind of holding this burger in her, her left hand in front of her face. Like, for me, Chris, it's almost as if she wants this sauce to dribble down her. <laughs> I think, you know, I think you could be right. And, and she's... She's wearing what I can assume are only uh, heavily fake nails. 
Yeah, she she has got very. Uh, I mean, she's playing with fire here. You know, she's she's got the burger in completely the wrong place. She's got completely uh, impractical nails for the job in question. Yeah, it goes on. She set off a firestorm in the comment section with fans going wild over the cheeky caption. Firestorm. Yeah, <laughs> a, a literal firestorm. Wow. Um, and that's the end of the burger content because it now takes a rather strange uh, about turn and goes on. It comes after the brunette bombshell detailed her scary experience being detained at LA airport after a customs officer thought her hot girlfriend Trinity looked like an escort. Per- perish the thought. <laughs> Michaela who makes a living selling racy images and videos on OnlyFans, said the pair were locked up and grilled for four hours. <laughs> Almost as long as the burger. <laughs> yeah, there's another picture of her here with, with the said uh, sauce. Um, yeah, she's made an absolute balls up of that burger. Michaela <laughs> alleges their mobile phones were confiscated as customs officers went through their racy images. She shared her story on Instagram, prompting one of her followers to come forward with a similar tale. Oh, it's great. It's great when that happens, isn't it? (laughs) They didn't let me into the country because they too thought I was an escort, one of her fans responded. Uh, It's all very strange, this, isn't it? Yeah. It's actually so scary and sad. They treat you like one too. I feel like they think this about any pretty girls. I met so many in detention last night, she said. How, how many? What, what, is, what is going on at Los Angeles Airport? <laughs> All these girls being mistaken for escorts and being locked up. You aren't allowed to touch your phone and you have to watch trash American TV advertisements for five hours. I mean, that, that is modern day waterboarding. <laughs> this is what I was thinking of. Um, this is like, was it in Guantanamo Bay weren't they like piping in nickelback music to try and <laughs> try and break down the detainees yeah i think that i think there was definitely a bit of that uh, this is very odd so they're they're imprisoning all these girls for looking like escorts and forcing them to watch a very specific 5 hours of tv adverts yeah the good thing is though that those girls that are accused of looking like escorts they get their own back by posing on OnlyFans <laughs> Burger juice dripping all over themselves. <laughs> to prove them wrong. Esther also recalled the experience on TikTok alongside Trinity. She said while she dressed down while going through customs, Trinity drew attention thanks to her false eyelashes and plump pout. I made sure I looked really, really ratchet and bad because I know that the US customs are really strict, she said. Um, ratchet, is that... Is that a one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Yes, very, very much. Uh, she's very much quoting that, uh, that great novel. Um, of course, the US customs are really strict. Uh, everyone knows not to look like an escort. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise... one of the, it's one of the diagrams, isn't it? As well as like the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the handgun. Yeah. Otherwise, it's hi-ho, home you go. Yeah. Uh, she says, Trinity, with her beautiful eyelash extensions and big, fat, juicy lips, pulls up looking hot to the US customs, and I just knew it would happen. After the Trinity told the customs officer she didn't have a return flight back to Australia, they immediately detained the pair. Yeah. Tester went on to allege customs officers in LA 
love to target pretty Australian women and accuse them of being an escort until they tell the truth. Incredible, if true. (laughs) What? What? I have so many Australian girlfriends who have spent days in that detained room being told that they're escorts and to just tell the truth, and they don't even get sent home anyway, but I know so many girls that have been sent home, she said. Mm, I'd I'd love to hear the list. (laughs) (laughs) She branded the officers as unprofessional and said they ordered her not to look at them as their colleagues laughed at explicit content they found on their phones. Um, (laughs) That is the end to that really, really very odd story. Yeah, some comments. (laughs) I'm skipping a few here. Pedro DP from Australia said, this would be a better article if someone popped up from behind the back seat and pushed the burger in her face. (laughs) Not sure we should be endorsing that, Pedro. Uh, Menfo in Pottersville in the United States says, just use a bottle of Dukes. Um, I have no idea what that refers to. Is that a popular source brand, maybe? I don't know. Um, and Aussie Aussie Oi Oi says her parents must be proud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're no longer accepting comments on this article, apparently. The male have, jo- have drawn the line on it. <laughs> now, Chris, um, with the World Cup kicking off in guitar in a, a week's time, I believe you've got a story related to uh, one of the fine ambassadors for that country, Mr. David Beckham. I have indeed, yes. And this is a story for Mail Online. Headline, this is not my jacket of choice. Victoria Beckham begs fans not to judge her as she dons husband David's spicy coat for drive around their countryside garden. Sounds good. (laughs) Victoria Beckham has begged her fans to not judge her for her choice in outfit after she donned husband David's jacket for a drive around their garden. Wow. Begged them, Matt. Begged them. (laughs) Down on her knees. The fashion designer, 48, took to her Instagram stories on Saturday to marvel at the sunshine and warmer temperature. (laughs) Just just marvelling at it. She was just open-mouthed, staring into the sky. Yeah. She told her followers she was taking the opportunity to go for a country drive with David, 47, in his farm car, which she revealed she had bought him as a present last Christmas. Farm car? Must have a little farm car, isn't it? Yeah. She sported a blue sweater and over the top a khaki green jacket with a shearling lined hood that she described as spicy. Yeah, well, she is entitled as one of the world's leading fashion designers to uh, describe it as she likes. Yeah, I mean, she's not, <laughs> she's not going to uh, overdo it like Michaela Tesla. <laughs> Captioning the video, she acknowledged her ensemble writing, please don't judge me for this jacket. It belongs to at David Beckham. Speaking to her followers, Victoria said, it's such a nice day today in the countryside. <laughs> the sun is shining. It's unbelievably warm considering the time of year. And David wants to go for a little drive in his little farm car thing. <laughs> How old is she? Seven. I know. <laughs> Two kids. So he's dressed me in his very spicy country jacket. This is not my jacket of choice, but it's such a beautiful day. Love being here. 
God, they really need to. I mean, I'd say they need to get out more, but I mean, they are getting out. They are out. Not really living, are they? Then she showed David in the, his vehicle and continued. So here, here it is. Here is his little car thing. Actually, I bought him last Christmas and he drives it around the garden. Makes him very happy. I, is English her first language? <laughs> I certainly used to be. <laughs> she then added, he's obsessed with it. So we're going on a drive around the garden to look at his bees. <laughs> what? Well, this is this is where it goes up a notch. David could be seen in the background in a similar green jacket to his wife and wearing burgundy trousers and a flat cap. Actually looking quite sheepish if you look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. The footballer fell in love with beekeeping after installing a hive in his garden during lockdown. How peculiar. Victoria and David bought their stunning £6 million mansion in the Cotswolds together back in 2017. With blood money. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, not more, not any more about the bees. I was quite hoping to, you know, have a little bit more take on honey and, you know, his uh, how he ha- how he handled them. But yeah, you know, I'd like to delve a little bit more into that and a little less about his little farm car, little farm car. And um, oh no, there are some comments. I thought there weren't. Sharon two one two from Dublin said. No wonder Brooklyn turned out the way he did. This woman seems to only have four words in her vocabulary. So literally obsessed. And David! <laughs> uh, Britvic 66 in Bloomington in the United States says she needs to borrow one of his wigs. She's going bald as a coot. Um he got wigs? I, I mean, I, I, I don't think there's any evidence that um, David Beckham wears a toupee. Oh, no. And Howdy Gal uh, from London says, Jesus, Victoria, move your neck. Move your neck. It's not somebody, they mean like wind your neck in and they've got the phrase wrong. Move your neck, mate. <laughs> move your neck. <laughs> oh, it's going to be my new catchphrase. What have you got for us to uh, close this out? Uh, I have got a story from themetro.co.uk and it's headlined, only fools and horses icons share jolly reunion almost twenty years after final episode aired. That's good. And it begins. It might be almost two decades since the final episode of Only Fools and Horses aired, but the love for the classic sitcom continues to hold strong among fans and cast members alike. Mm-hmm. From nineteen eighty one until nineteen ninety one. David Jason and Nicholas Lindhurst starred as half-brothers Derek Edward Delboy Trotter and Rodney Charlton Trotter, respectively, in the show set in South London that followed the duo's efforts to find fortune in their lives. Wow, thanks, Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Chiming in early. That's a Control-C, Control-V for your second part. (laughs) The actors reprised their roles in several Christmas specials leading up to the early 2000s, with the final episode coming out on December the 25th in 2003, as well as appearing in a variety of specials. Uh, there's been a bit of copy and pasting there that's gone wrong, yeah. I think. The passion for Only Fools and Horses has continued to endure throughout the years, spawning a West End production, a spin-off, and a prequel series. During a recent convention, several of the cast members, including Philip Pope, Michael Fenton, 
Daniel Peacock and Patrick Murray were spotted reuniting, with one photo taken at the event showing them beaming for the camera with a delighted fan. So it sounds like we've we've got all the uh, all the key cast members <laughs> then. <laughs> literally, literally none of those none of those people I've heard of. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be more impressed if I could see like Uncle Albert's corpse. <laughs> I mean, how would anyone? I'm looking at this, the pictures here. How would anyone recognise any of these people? Uh, yeah. So, by the stars of the cast, we've established not really any of the main ones. Yeah. Patrick, who starred as Mickey Pierce in the series, looked dapper in a black hat, suit, and tie, giving a cheerful thumbs up to the camera. Now, okay. Mickey Pierce, I do remember, um, and what's quite. I don't know if it's charming or sad. Is the actor who played him still literally dresses exactly the same <laughs> as he did in the show? I think that may be the same hat. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's a convention, so I think we can cut him a little bit of slack. Give the fans what they want. Exactly, exactly, and especially if you're if you're by far from the best known <laughs> member of the cast. Yeah, but he, as we will see now is by far the best-known member of this particular group of cast members. Yes. It goes on. Philip played Tony Angelino on Only Fools, while Michael depicted Alan Perkins, and Patrick portrayed the character dubbed Mental Mickey on the sitcom. Mm. Who? <laughs> Tony Angelino? Alan no. Perkins? No. Nope. Mental Mickey? That's a, that's a name very much of its time, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I don't recognise uh, names. I don't recognise the pictures. Uh, the excited fan named Sam Thorpe wrote in their Instagram caption, great only fools and horses evening in Hull tonight. was great to meet some of the cast, including Philip Pope, a.k.a. Tony Angelino, Michael Fenton-Stevens, a.k.a. Alan Perkins, who I also know best for his role as Sir Henry in Benidorm, <laughs> Daniel Peacock, a.k.a. Mental Mickey, and finally Mickey Pierce himself, Patrick Murray. Yeah. I mean, Matt, you're quite a, you know, aficionado of uh, Only Fools. So the fact that, you know, some of these names are, are kind of passing you by. Yeah. To, to I... suggest that they're not real. They've been in maybe half an episode max. Yeah, I do not. Uh, I do not recognize uh, any of these. But what what is brilliant? I mean, that's pretty much the end of it. Um, What is fantastic is, is at the top, they've done two pictures, which are um, kind of like, you know, they presented it as if it's before and after, so as they were at the time and yeah. now. The, the problem is... Screen. Yeah. The problem is that the first picture shows Dillboy, Rodney and Uncle Albert, and the second picture shows this bunch of nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not much you can you can infer from it, other than the fact that Nicholas Lindhurst and David Jason are not going to take themselves for a midweek night to halt. No, they, they've decided they're washing their hair. <laughs> oh dear! Well, that's that's me. That's me done for uh, for this fortnight, Chris. But it's been good to be back, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah, yeah. I've missed it and uh, missed the listeners. Hopefully, we can uh, we can do this a bit more regularly. Yes, yes, we will indeed endeavour, dear listeners. But until the next uh, episode, Chris, what should said listeners be doing? Well, um, they should definitely be going to Twitter at barely underscore pod. Um, 
we don't have a blue tick, but it, uh, you know, to be honest, that really doesn't matter. Um, or they could go to Facebook, um, barely contain the podcast, um, and get their uh, their social media fix there. And uh, maybe very soon you'll be able to find us on OnlyFans uh, alongside Michaela Tester, seductively chucking in to our burgers. Um, yeah. In the interim, uh, please do uh, subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. We're on all of them. We're on your Spotify, your Googles, your, your Amazons, um, all the all the big ones and the small ones too. And uh, leave us a, a review. Five stars would be awfully, awfully kind of you. Uh, until then, uh, it's just time to say uh, farewell, Chris. Yeah, farewell, Matt. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.